I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Ken is away today. We got two rounds of the Moist Line coming up, and uh, at three twenty, three fifty, roughly then. Uh, and we also have more money to give away. And this is the last thousand bucks we're going to give away um, until further notice. So if you want the last thousand bucks we give away, and then Conway has one more shot after that, and then uh, no more free money. You'll have to go back to work, uh, and that's coming up around three twenty as well. <clears throat> You, you probably remember this story. It happened last year. Two El Monte police officers shot and killed by a gang member at a motel. Uh, domestic violence call. Justin Flores was the killer. And um, he was out free on probation when he should have been in prison. But George Gascon's policies allowed him to run amok instead of being in a state prison. And now the uh, Paredes family is filing a lawsuit of uh, $25 million in claims and against the uh, probation department and against Gascon. We're going to talk now to Mark Peacock, an attorney representing the family, here on the Johnny Ken Show. Mark, how are you? Hey, how you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Um, just uh, as... You know, it's just terrible, terrible story. Just an enraging story. Explain the, the the legal angle here. What is the legal argument against the probation department in Gascon? Sure, I appreciate that. You know, first before we jump into that, you know, I think it, it bears uh, mentioning that 
This weekend is the California uh, Peace Officer Memorial Celebration in Sacramento. And, you know, it's uh, Officer Paredes and Officer Santana are being memorialized up there, as well as other officers who've lost their lives in the line of duty this past year. So it is a very somber time, and it's uh, it's also a very important time. Gascon uh, had uh, decided on his own when he came into office to implement his own policies. And guess what? When he did that, he did that in the face of, uh, you know, snubbing his nose at already established law. And that allowed Flores, somebody who should absolutely have been in, in jail at that time, to roam the streets. And we want Mr. Gascon to answer the call, to explain exactly why he thought that that was a good thing to do, because it's not. Now we have two officers uh, who have been killed. They have lovely families who are now and, and will suffer because of this ridiculous approach for the rest of their lives and he's got to answer for that and frankly it's time for him to step down that's what he should be doing he should be apologizing to the family should be apologizing to the law enforcement community and he should step down so you're suing him in the probation department for wrongful death now normally you know wrongful death is when um you know a, a cop kills a civilian right and if it's claimed to be improper, you could get uh, wrongful death uh, money. But in this case, you're suing because they didn't do anything, because they didn't do what the law said they should do. That That's that's a, 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 an approach from the opposite end of things. Talk about that, about why you think this is going to be effective, this argument. Well, it's... It's, you know, that that your uh, hypothetical is one scenario, but, you know, you have to keep in mind that uh, Gascon, the DA's office, and, you know, by the way, as you as you guys have done a great job of reporting on it, the DA's office is not happy with him. You know, the, his own DA's have sued him because they have just basically no confidence in what he's doing. He's charged with duties. He, his duties are to follow and apply the law. Yeah, that's his duty. That's his job. That's why he was elected. He did not do that. It's not a simple negligence environment. He intentionally said, I am not going to follow that law. I am a three strikes law. I am not going to follow that. Guess what? We're going to cut a deal on this known gang member who should have been up three strikes, boom, right back in the jail. He intentionally said, nope, we're not going to do that. And because of his intentional acts, guess what? Bam. This this insanity happened. That's basically the basis of it all. No, I'm I'm, I'm with you on this, and and I, I want this to work. I'm trying. I've, I've never been clear about while while what Gascon is doing is a horrific idea in practice. Did he have the legal right to do this? Did he violate the law by not following the law? Like not following and not and violating the law seem to be two different concepts to me. And so I, I think a lot of the people listening would like like a clarification on that. What is his leeway here? Well, his leeway is he's going to argue that he uh, was uh, he had discretion to do uh, what he did. Uh, the courts have recently overturned something that, that he didn't have pointed out that uh, his actions are contrary to law. So, you know, his discretionary um, uh, actions are, are, are what's getting him in trouble. He doesn't, you know, you don't have that. It's not unfettered. You don't get to just do whatever the heck it is that you want. Your discretionary actions and behavior should be within certain parameters. 
he's he violated those. He must just walk in. You know, keep in mind what he did is, you know, he, he comes in the office and he puts a halt to everything. He basically tells the staff stop it. And what that did, the ripple effect of that is the police agency, the police officers out there who are in the line of duty doing their job, doing their tough job. Guess what? They know that when they arrest somebody for crimes, like they have traditionally done, that the DA is now instructed not to prosecute these people. These are now recidivist idiots out there on the, on the streets doing whatever it is that they want because they know that the DA's hands are tied because of an intentional decision by George Gascon. That's it. If you want to get a real life uh, uh, to see what that really looks like, and I know you know this, drive around downtown L.A., go up to San Francisco, take a look at what he did up there. All you got to see, and it, it, the insanity is going on. We have laws for a reason. Follow them. It's that simple. Yeah, I think everybody's forgotten that he was the district attorney up in San Francisco for a while and planted the seeds of uh, the destruction that's going on there. I mean, he, he, is, yeah. he is a one-man wrecking ball. Um, yeah, so this, uh, this is going to, you filed a formal notice of claim against, uh, to the county. Is that the first step? Yeah, we filed a claim, but we also filed a lawsuit. The Santana family has also filed a lawsuit. Um, and uh, so it's now formalized into, you know, the, it's been filed in the, the Superior Court. So we'll be proceeding along inside the, the court system at this point. Filing a claim is a procedural thing that you have to do before you file against a governmental entity. That's why the claim was filed. All right. Well, We're uh, now in court. And by the way, I'll I tell you what, I can't wait to take uh, – George's uh, deposition, that's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm going to record it, and it's going to be for everybody to see. Well, we'll That guy's going to have to answer the man. We'll certainly want to play it when we get a chance. Look forward to that. Mark, uh, good, good luck with this. We are definitely rooting for you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Mark Thank you. Peacock is an attorney for the uh, Michael uh, Paredes family. Uh, he was El Monte officer, as was Joseph Santana. They showed up at a motel, domestic violence call, and Justin Flores, a gang member, shot them both in the head, killed them. Flores was out on the loose because of a plea deal that Gascon, Gascon's department dreamed up. This was based on Gascon's insistence that no three strikes enhanced sentences. He should be let out on probation, and he was. Uh, he was on probation at the time of the shootings. After being arrested on firearm and methamphetamine possession charges, he had a prior burglary conviction. He should have gotten several years in prison under the three strikes law, but Gascon wouldn't allow it. First day in office, he, he said no in three strikes enhancement charges. So instead of being in prison, he was out on the street. He had some uh, dispute with uh, uh, a, a woman and, uh, the, the officers got the woman out of the motel room, but Flores then came out of a bathroom and shot them both in the head. And he stole a gun from one of the two officers, ran into the motel parking lot, and was in a, in a gun battle with other policemen. And he fell to the ground and then killed himself. Uh, just, just a complete mess, and George Gascon is responsible for this, because otherwise... They would have prosecuted him. He would have gone to federal. He would have gone to state prison, and uh, none of this would have happened. So this this is Gascon's world, 
And he knows this happens. He knows his policies lead to this. Again, he helped destroy San Francisco, and now he's helping destroy L.A. County. It is inconceivable that a guy like him can keep winning elections. It is one of the uh, great sick mysteries of life. When we come back, uh, we got a round of uh, the Moist Line. So we can hear all the uh, complaints and opinions from uh, you. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Ken is away today. And the final $1,000 for this round we're giving away now. Now, your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Green. That's green. G-R-E-E-N. Enter it now at KFIAM640.com slash cash. Powered by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you're hurt in an accident, winning is everything. Call the winning attorneys at Sweet James. 1-800-9-MILLION. That's 1-800-9-MILLION or SweetJames.com. Today's the last day for the contest. Green is the word. Go do it. Green. Enter it at KFIAM640.com slash cash. And if you win, you'll get an email. Check your junk and spam folder for it. And uh, at 520 with Conway is the very last $1,000 giveaway for now. So this is our last one. Enter green. And then at 520, Conway's last one. And then you'll just have to work for a living. No more free money from us. Uh, and, uh, coming up, we're going to get into the, uh, settlement between the city and that, uh, police officer who said that, uh, his name's Matthew Garza. The one who said that Eric Garcetti's senior advisor, Rick Jacobs was sexually harassing him and Garcetti witnessed many things and did nothing. Remember that whole story that's been dogging Garcetti for a long time? Well, a civil settlement has been reached, and all the details will be coming uh, soon. And uh, now we go to the Moist Line, one eight seven seven Moist eighty six. If you want to start uh, complaining for next week, eight seven seven Moist eighty six. Hey, this is John, and this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. You know the way you treated and talked about Tucker Carlson. It was outrageous. The plan is very clear. It's just to get Biden across the finish line, which is the election date, and then he's going to resign within a year, and Harris will be the president. I just heard on the news there's a city in California that has banned gas-powered leaf blowers. Hey, here's a thought. How about we just ban leaf blowers, period? I hate those things. I don't blow my carpet clean. I vacuum my carpet clean. Blowing a bunch around my vehicle and getting it dirty after I just got out of car wash is not cleaning. So how about we just ban leaf blowers, period? I used to live in Imperial Valley, and the swarm of earthquakes out there are way different. Feels like a little ocean wave going by you instead of the out here. So it's really mild, and it happens every summer. The Wrigley area is a part of Long Beach already and already has drug hair facilities. In our family, I have the DNA that loves vegetables, and my sister did not get that DNA. And we would wait till our mother's back was turned and we'd switch plates because I'd eat all her veggies and she'd eat my meat. California is going to become one giant drive-in theater. We're going to have charging stations every 10 feet. It's going to be ridiculous. You know, and, and who's going to pay for this? You know, electric everything now, it's ridiculous. 
I am a store manager of a CVS, and that is absolutely true. People walk out every day with cartfuls of stuff, and every single employee at every single CVS has had to sign a document stating that we will not say anything to a shoplifter, we will not make eye contact with the shoplifter, and we will not call the police. And if we do any of those things, we're fired. This shoplifting thing goes on on a daily basis several times a day. I'm in the Tahunga Lawns, and we have security guards that are being beaten up by high school kids, homeless all over our front doors, and we cannot do anything. The councilwoman is Monica Rodriguez, and she does nothing except for paint new lines on the street. The Walt Disney Concert Hall makes me f***ing dizzy. Walking around that contorted building makes me nauseous, off-balance, with major vertigo. It also is so bright that they had to change the, the outside because it was blocking traffic. It's an abomination. Put the military on the border, dude. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. End of story. A border patrol. Military now. Border Patrol deserves and needs this country's full support. I am so done with stupid people saying we need immigration reform when discussing the border. Don't forget, when you're losing that income, you're also losing all the money they spend here, plus the sales tax they get, too. Teenagers work fast food. If you're a grown adult working fast food, something's wrong. You made some bad decisions. And we've all worked these little jobs when we were kids and we were teenagers, but we moved on. It's also the same people who work at Disney and complain about the wages Disney's giving them at Disneyland. Go get a real job. You're not a kid anymore. I'm waiting to hear the high-pitched screaming for the man who was stabbed by the woman who has been in a diversion program five times. Um, was he white? Probably a cisgender. So there's no screaming, I guess. Oh, no screams for the man who was stabbed to death. Ah, it's too bad. Hello, Debbie. It's your great-great-great-grandson, Myron, from the year 2067. And we finally had the big earthquake. And because of uh, technology, not a single person died. But... Some animals, they broke off and started their own civilization about 50 years ago, and they didn't do so good. Their, their building was not very well good, and so they lost a lot of animals, but no humans died, so just want to let you know. Thank you for leaving your message. Please hang up. Goodbye. Got to hear from a future family member. Wow. <laughs> nice to meet you. That's <laughs> something else. You know, he probably has the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hundreds of years into the future. He can wow. Make... Well, I'm glad that uh, my... my uh... My family members will survive, but sad about the animals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, we got another round of the Moist Line coming up at uh, 350, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-MOIST-86. You can put in your calls uh, for next week, all your uh, discomfort with the world. When we come back, among other things, that uh, lawsuit by the uh, former police officer who is uh, one of the security officers for... Eric Garcetti claimed sexual harassment from one of Garcetti's aides. Well, it looks like there is a settlement, and we'll get into it coming up in minutes. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Let's see. We're on the air live uh, on the radio till four. After four o'clock, it's uh, Johnny Ken on demand. The podcast gets posted after four o'clock. So anything you missed today, uh, you can catch up with, or you can hear the whole thing over again. And uh, podcast zips by fast, so uh, definitely no reason not to uh, absorb everything that we put out. Um, you know, there, there was one of the moist, uh, several of the moist line callers were uh, carrying on. Uh, they work at. Uh, retail stores and they are told uh, just to watch the customers loot watch them shoplift they've seen them shoplift fill bags worth of goods and you're not supposed to question them accost them stop them in any way or you'll get fired and that's very common that the that the workers or even security if they try to stop one of these thieves They'll get fired. So nobody says anything. <clears throat> That's what I was told when I worked at Vons in college. Yeah, not to touch anybody? Yeah, because Vons doesn't want the liability. If you get hurt chasing after somebody, the employee could turn around and turn it on liability on the company. Yeah, and if you if you if you hurt the thief, he'll sue you too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so it's better just for right. the employee's safety to just let them take the stuff. I got accosted at a, at a burger place. Accused of trying to steal a cup. You? This actually happened this week. This, was it a water cup and you tried to put no, some it, soda it, in it? It was going to be a soda cup. I had ordered in advance. It's a for a cheeseburger, but they don't let you order a fountain coke on the uh, on the website. So the cheeseburger was ready. There was a line. There were people making complicated orders. So I thought to save a minute, I grabbed the cup off the counter, went and filled it up with Coke, and then I was going to get back in line and pay for it. And this guy intervened. It's like, yeah, you got to pay for that. And what'd like, you say? I know I have to pay for that. I was, I go, the line's too slow. And it's too long. It's like, I'm the guy that they jump on for a $2 cup of soda? I, what, what the hell? Do I look like a guy that's going to steal steal a, a Coke? 
Jeez. So now if, people know that they go into these these places like CVS and they can just take whatever they want because nobody's going to stop them. If I had picked up one of the tables, tables and walked out, he probably wouldn't have said a thing. But boy, he was playing gotcha with me. It's, oh, you got me. Here's my $2. Jeez. Um, all right, let's get on to Garcetti here. Uh, Eric Garcetti, you probably know this story by now, especially if you listen to us regularly. He had a senior advisor, Rick Jacobs. Jacobs accused of sexual harassment by a L.A. cop named Matthew Garza. Garza had the misfortune of being assigned to Garcetti's security detail for 10 years. And being part of Garcetti's security detail means you drove the uh, that loser around and he'd sit in the back seat with Jacobs and Jacobs would start making uh, sexual comments to Garza and start massaging him on his back. And it was disgusting. Uh, hugs, shoulder rubs. Unwanted, unwelcome sexual comments. This went on for five years. Five years. And he finally sued, Garza did, in July of 2020. And Garcetti would uh, would sit and watch and giggle. So Garcetti's one of those voyeur types. It's like, uh, do what you want, Rick. I'll, I'll just sit here and watch. And he's one of those weirdos. So, you know, the lawsuit has been in development for quite some time. And Garcetti got... A lot of bad publicity, and it almost kept him from becoming the ambassador to India. That was the reason he got delayed for a year and a half. Um, I don't know what kind of deal was cut to finally get him uh, get him to India. But um, so it, it's it's a suit against the city, and there's a tentative agreement. They've settled the lawsuit. Now there's no details on it, and everyone's assuming money. If it's a significant amount of money, it needs city council approval. I don't know what significant is. This is a typical El Segundo Times story without uh, without details. Uh, so nobody's commenting, including uh, Greg Smith, Garza's attorney, who we, we've had on the show a number of times. So I, I hope that when uh, people can talk, we, we can get him on. Um, and, of course, Garcetti denied everything, but he's he's a, uh, a known liar. Um He's been, Garza's been a cop since 1997, and it was October 2013, Garcetti's security detail. That's the position he had. Jacobs would extend his hand for a handshake, but then Garza, but then pull Garza toward him and give him a long, tight hug. And he was this big, bald guy, and he used to like kissing men and women on the lips without asking. And while he gave Garza... A long, tight hug. He'd say gross things like, I love me, my strong LAPD officers and other disgusting comments. And uh, you remember we had Naomi Seligman on, one of Garcetti's communication directors uh, who testified. She complained and she told us about the complaints uh, that was given to Ann Guerrero, Garcetti's uh, chief of staff, who did nothing about it. And everybody lied, claiming oh, I wasn't told I wasn't told. Um, another communications director, Susie Emmerling, said three people confided her that they were treated the same way by Jacobs, the way Garza was treated. And, of course, uh, Garcetti, in his own deposition, uh, committed perjury and claimed he never heard any of this, <laughs> never saw anything. You remember the photo that appeared in the Times of Jacobs putting his hands near the crotch 
of one man as Garcetti and Jacobs posed next to him for a group photo at a Miami convention. Garcetti is standing next to Jacobs. Jacobs has his hand over the guy's crotch. And Garcetti is standing there smiling and giving a double thumbs up. No, Jacobs is is giving the double thumbs up. This is badly written. Um, and Garcetti insisted he did not see the gesture. Jacobs said the lawsuit's a work of pure fiction. Well, it's pure fiction. Then how much money did you settle for? That's what I want to know. That's what everyone wants. I guess we'll know eventually because this is going to be, guess what? Your tax money. Yes. Your tax money is going to be used here. How about that, huh? So Rick Jacobs can't keep his hands and his lips off other people. Everybody denied this up and down. They lied. They committed perjury. And now in the end, it looks like there's some mysterious settlement. So we will uh, we'll hopefully find out very soon. If anybody knows anything, send it to us. It's Garcetti's uh, final gift uh, uh, to Los Angeles is uh, perhaps a big chunk of money. It's going to come from the taxpayers to Matthew Garza. All right, we got, what do we got? We got a story coming up uh, about a perverted Channel 4 news producer. Guy used to work right across the street from us years ago. No. Yes. Yes. More disgusting than Rick Jacobs, you're going to see. And we have the final round of the Moist Line. John and Ken Show. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Uh, you never know. Uh, we're going to do the Moist Line in just a minute. You never know who's uh, amongst you. Channel 4 has a TV news producer named Phil Dreschler. Anybody know him? Because he worked at uh, Channel 4 um, up until February for 11 years. So he worked at Channel 4 back when it was across the street from uh, KFI here in Burbank. Until they moved. Uh, he was indicted federal charges yesterday. Distributing more than 100 videos and images of child porn in an online chat room. Phil Dressler, Santa Clarita. He shared uh, more than 117 videos, nine images, and other types of files, child porn, just from August 2020 to June of 2021. And they uh, found him in Cincinnati because he left the station in February. And he's being brought back to L.A. to face charges. Three counts of distribution of child pornography. He can get a uh, minimum of five years, maximum of 20 he would go online with an alias Karen Flores. And he was the member of an online community of people who sent and received child pornography via a group chat. Oh, what a lovely uh, crowd that is, huh? And then they did a uh, search warrant at his home and found uh, child sex abuse material in the deleted photo album folder of his cell phone. Do people know that when you delete... Something, a photo, it stays in the phone? Clearly not. You have to, like, double delete it, don't you? I, I guess so. I, I, I don't. Um, Dressler uh, has a wife. Said her husband had driven to Ohio the previous week, taking his shotgun and two pistols. What's her story? He told his wife he had nothing to live for, and he wanted to kill himself. 
He worked for 11 years, and then in February said he was laid off. He said, I was offered a buyout, turned it down, was laid off with all the provisions of the buyout. I'll skip the long story. I still feel young because he's 60. Let's see what the next chapter brings. Uh, it would be federal prison. That's that's the title of the next chapter. It's, 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 so nobody, nobody in the Channel 4 News? <laughs> that's great reporting there, huh? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Child porno guy sitting with everybody for 11 years. Nobody, nobody, uh, nobody snipped that one out. All right, let's go to the Moist line. Uh, 1-877-MOIST-86. 1-877-MOIST-86. Here are the calls. Hey, this is John. And this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. Guys, behind every writer, there's three or 400 people with jobs trying to feed their family. The writers make the most money out of everybody because they're also producers. Got it? Mayday, mayday. Oh, what a day. Hire some schlub, then send him away. Who cares about the writers going on strike? They need to write some good material anyway. They should give some money back. Is any of that <laughs> money you're talking about taxable? Because if it is taxable, you know they're going to get their 30%. The new balloon floating around, it's time to shoot the damn thing down, okay? You know who doesn't give a damn about the writer strike? The Trekkies. Nice theory you've got there. How will a homeless person have the proper documents to get past TSA? They need to be vetted to get the right cards. Lamb and Lake Mead McDonald. That's in a rough area. Hey, this is Tennille in Las Vegas. You don't want to go to Lamb and Lake Mead. Just trust me on that one. The McDonald's you're talking about <laughs> is on the way to Nellis Air Force Base. A uh, very sketchy side of town. It's automated. In 2024, California will ban the sale of gas-powered leaf blowers. I can't believe what that's going to do to all the gardeners that work so hard in our state. I own a battery-powered leaf blower. It lasts about 10 minutes. Imagine <laughs> a gardener, how long it will take him and how many batteries it will take him through the day to make it. You know that San Francisco thing up there, all the homeless and drug addicts, it's all by design. You know, they, they want to clean the state out of all those businesses. We're going to make us a third world country right here in California. You guys know that. No one in San Francisco is voting for these liberals. It's called ballot harvest. Hi, this is George Cascone. Just want to let all the people know out there that if you commit a crime, I won't prosecute. I just had the funniest vision. So John goes down into his bunker to um, check on his inventory. And he, <laughs> and he finds a whole homeless encampment down there. Look out. You know, what is it Look about it politicians named Wiener that feel like they've got to live up to their name? Hey, John, this is uh, President Zelensky calling to find out if you have room for one more in your bunker. Finally, <laughs> John and Ken, you understand the gravity of the situation that we face. The potential threats of bomb cyclones and atmospheric rivers. Calfarts, Man, it was one heck of a satisfying scream uh, that reminds me uh, of that lady in the uh, classical uh, music uh, auditorium. Uh, this lady must have a big um, remote control thing going on, too. Thank you for leaving your message. Right. Please hang up. Goodbye. Voice line every Friday, and uh, we do it twice. And one eight seven seven Moist eighty six is the number eight seven seven Moist eighty six. So you could start calling now and making Eric's weekend more entertaining. 
Uh, we go to Conway. Hey, thank you very much, uh, John and Ken. A three-alarm fire demolished a 100,000-square-foot uh, industrial complex uh, down in Commerce. So of uh, latest on that. Hollywood strike continues. Uh, no end in sight. And more than 4 million Americans, maybe even you, are going to receive a settlement check from TurboTax. Do you have TurboTax do your taxes every year? TurboTax? No. Okay. Well, then you're out. Um, and then uh, the coronation tomorrow of the king. You going to watch that? No. It starts at 2 a.m. local time. <laughs> but you know I what? I don't care if they had the coronation in my front yard. I'm not you wouldn't watch. go out and watch that? No. Oh, I, I definitely would watch that. But but uh, the last time there was a coronation was 19. Look, if you're, not bor- if you're born after 1950, you don't remember it. Because it was November of 1958. So, you know, eight-year-olds don't care about crap like that. So you'd have to be born be- before. Ni- if you're born after 1950, you don't remember the last coronation. And that's most of the people living right now. That's right. So, uh, I, you know what? Uh, it, it, the whole royalty thing bores the piss out of me. Is that I, right? Yeah. Wow. I, I don't understand it. Right. But I don't want to ruin your good time. No, I'm going to be watching at 2 a.m. <clears throat> I got the uh, alarm set. I'm going home, <clears throat> going to sleep immediately, and then waking up at 2. 2. And looking at that. that. Yeah. Well, you could share the highlights. Mike. And then uh, also the L.A. County Fair starts. Uh, I believe today, right? Isn't it today? Uh, it's better than the coronation. Yeah, the 101st Los Angeles County uh, Fair kicks off a seven, 16-day run at the Pomona Fairplex today. All right. Do you ever go out there? I think I went once. You can pick the animals you want to eat out there. You can pick the animals you want to eat? Dang, I'll have that. Like like a goat or... Whatever. Whatever. Whatever you want. Oh, did you see the duckling? No! Oh, there's a great video... At a uh, at a kid's zoo up in Seattle, right? Uh, in the uh, the bear has a little pond, and so all the kids were leaning over the wall watching the bear swimming in the pond, and a, a duck and a duckling had fluttered in. Oh, that's nice! And the bear snuck up on the duckling, ate it, chomped down. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, that's horrible. Kids started screaming. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, it was. I can send Belly the audio if you want, Tim. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, you might want to play the audio. Oh, that, uh, that poor bear. <laughs> Being ridiculed like that. Little, little duckling was flapping. Oh, that's horrible. Legs. That's horrible. And, every, and everyone up until then thought that that bear was a vegan. <laughs> Turns out he wasn't. All right. All right. Ding dong. I thought he had to order that meal 24 hours in advance. <laughs> Crusher's the news. Big dog. Live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see... See what music does to people. 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.